there. Welcome to this week's Rise Above Noise. Each week, I have the honor of shining the spotlight on someone in the Rise Above Noise community who's making a real difference and helping others with their business growth as well. If you and I haven't met yet, let me introduce myself. My name is Susan Finn. I'm a digital marketing strategist with Rise Above Noise, where for the past 15 years, I've been working with transformation creators. That's energy healers, light workers, coaches, creatives, teachers, and I'm guiding them with their own personal roadmap in their digital marketing journey. So together, we create your own system for showing up in a way that feels generous and it feels in service so that you're more likely to show up with consistency and the people who need you, who are already looking for you, will be able to find you. Your business grows with flow and ease. You see, when when you do marketing, you reach people. So this week's guest is Crystal Cherry Colson. She loves tracking data and She's committed to helping businesses grow. So you know that she and I have a lot to geek out about in today's spotlight. We're going to talk about the main areas you'll want to focus on with Facebook ads so you can confidently develop your strategy. It's a strategy that's going to be aligned with your business goals. Crystal's going to help us figure out whether Facebook ads are a good fit for your business so that you can finally stop wondering and then go forward, start creating the impact that you want to for your audience. So let's not wait any longer. Let's get to it. And just I'm so excited. I'm always so excited on Thursdays to shine the spotlight on somebody who can help the Rise Above Noise community in their business growth efforts. And I can't wait to to talk about Facebook ads. I know that maybe that sounds counterintuitive, but I really can't wait to talk about (laughs) Facebook ads with with Crystal. It's going to be awesome. I've been doing a lot of studying with it. I was working with the guy from Facebook on it. And what I learned, what I learned, we'll talk about this, is it's more than just throwing stuff up and out there. There's so much more. And then the other thing I learned was I'm going to pay somebody to do it because I don't want to make the mistake. So before we get started, as always, this week, I'm going to give a digital marketing. Well, I'm going to kind of tie in where we're going with today's today's talk and why why I thought this was worth sharing. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Don't worry if you're listening on the podcast. You're good. I'm going to be able to um, explain it. And we've talked about this before. I talk about it all the time. It is my foundation. It's the rise above noise process. It's the five pillars. And it's so that you can dig into your core values, master your time, gain control of your messaging, and attract clients who align. So if I run through these really quickly, first it's knowing who your core value, what your core values are, what your mission is, and see this ideal clients, that's where we're going to spend some time today. Um, Then, of course, you need to create the compelling content that's going to speak directly to your ideal clients so that they they stop their scrolling for a second and they're like, oh, wait, 
you're talking to me. You're talking to me. So they have to be able to, you know who they are. You know what you're, what you're um, going to share with them. Proof of concept is what we went over last week with Ed, and it was amazing. If you guys haven't watched that before, look for the one that says storytelling to attract your clients with Ed McDonough last week. He gave some really good tips and a, he has a free download. So proof of concept, organizing, organizing and scheduling. And I know that when you do Facebook ads, you have to be organized. You have to be able to um, know what you don't want to just throw money out there. You've got to be organized. You've not got to know who you're talking to. Um, next, we have, oop, I lost something there. I think it went backwards. All right, you guys get to see it again. Core values, ideal clients, compelling content, proof of concept, organized schedule. Here we go. Keeping in touch, whatever that means for you. Are you really great at sending direct messages? Are you really awesome at getting people on the phone, on going to networking calls regularly, on doing send out cards, on sending gifts? Whatever you do, of course, in my world, it's email marketing because because it has the highest return on investment and I get to control who I speak to and the messaging that I send to different segments of my list. And I think that's important so it doesn't sound like you're talking to everybody. And that's so that you can show up, be of service. Be kind to the people who are going to, you know, come in to your world and speak directly to them. So I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing. I think. There we go. And I'm going to let Dion in here. So, so when we're talking today about Facebook ads, and I know that there are people that are throwing Facebook ads up and out with perhaps maybe they're boosting a post. What is their call to action? And I think that's something that uh, Crystal's going to go over today. I want, I don't want people wasting time. I don't want them wasting money, right? Time and energy are our biggest currency, but also money. So let's talk about that. All right. So let me get to business here and introduce you to my friend, Crystal Cherry. Colson. The name of her business is Crystal Cherry Digital. And let me read you her official bio. Facebook ad strategist Crystal Cherry Colson is the owner of Crystal Cherry Digital, a boutique digital advertising agency where she helps purpose driven small businesses that are ready to scale, get more traffic and qualified leads. Oh my gosh, can we just put a, a stress on that qualified leads with targeted Facebook and Instagram ads so that you can save time, increase your impact. Crystal loves using her background in digital marketing and technical communications to take the confusion out of Facebook ads and develop heart-centered, speak in my language there, Crystal, heart-centered strategies that lead to growth. And when I asked Crystal what her superpower is, she said that it's connecting the dots. And I'm intrigued by that, Crystal. Tell me what you mean by that. 
Yes. First, thank you so much for having me and for the introduction. So I love to really, when someone comes to me with any type of problem, I really like to look a little deeper at what it is they're really asking or what they're trying to figure out and figure out how to get them there. Because often what someone comes, the original question that someone has may not be the root of their problem. So I really like to just meet people where they are, um, no matter what it is, especially with ads, and really think about, okay, what is it that you're really trying to achieve? Let's get clarity on that and then figure out how to get you there. I mean, don't we all need that like every day, all the time? (laughs) When I think of all the time, but I, you know, but so it's a learning experience, right? But all the time that we waste not connecting to the dots, right? Like doing the thing and like, oh, wait, I could have, I could have done it better. I could have done it more, you know, more strategically. So good for you for figuring that out. Yes. So when, when somebody says, all right, I think, I think I'm ready to scale with Facebook ads. I think I'll just throw an ad up there. Right. Like people are like, I'll just throw some ad money. Tell me why. Are we ready? How do we know if we're ready and, and what should we do? I have all the questions. I'm going to just let you talk. Yes, that's a great <laughs> question. And it's funny because people, some people still have that idea that is, you know, that we're still the early adopters of Facebook ads and that you can just throw something out there and make hundreds of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. If only like those were the good old days of the Internet. So whenever someone comes to me with that question of, am I ready to scale? The first thing I always ask is, well, why do you run, why do you want to run ads? Um, and I think it goes back to, like you were saying before, Susan, about being intentional. Because there's a difference between someone um, who is wanting to run ads because they're having trouble um, selling a product or an offer. In which in that case, maybe they need to go back and tweak some things in that versus wanting to run ads because you're being intentional about growing your email list. Um, you're growing a warm audience for an offer that you have in the future. So it's really important just to get clear on why you want to run ads and what your goal is. Because once you're really clear on that, it will help you better measure your success. So you don't come in thinking, I just want to make $20,000. Well, let's, I mean, that's great, but let's get more specific than that so we can make sure that we're hitting the milestones along the way. So what's next? So the next thing I usually ask is, so do you have a proven process? And this could be if you're selling a product, it would be a proven offer, but it could be if you're filling your email list, that is more of a different type of funnel. You're not immediately trying to get that sale always. So so really what you're focusing on is once you get those leads, once you get all that traffic from the ads, what happens next? And do you have everything in order there? Because we don't want to send you all that traffic and leads, and then there'll be holes um, where those leads are going to fall through the crack. Or you end up with this, all these additional people, thousands of people on your email list, but you don't have a nurture sequence in place. You don't have anything to lead them um, or to get them to really know you and what you have to offer. 
So before that, and it ties back to your goal, just making sure that you have a proven offer process so that you can get some type of return on those leads. And that, it, again, it ties back to what your goal is. Well, now, now we're in it. So this is my, this is where I spend my time, right? A lot of times people will send, will either put an ad or, or put up something like download my whatever and people get on the list. That's your goal, right? So, so with the people I work with, Crystal, I would say that there's two main calls to action. I'm all about the call to action. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I want people to get on a call with me. But even that is kind of a big ask. Right. If people are just getting to know you. That's a big ask to say, hey, let's have a conversation. Not everybody's ready for that yet. They need to know you a little bit more. So getting people on your list to me is a, is a wonderful thing to do and so effective. I mean, if you're selling a webinar or a course or whatever, even then, even then, Something smaller, smaller commitment. Yes. Right? Because people aren't ready. We're we're just dating. We're just like, they're not ready to go to get engaged yet. Right? They just want to see if this is going to work out. It's like a first date. And often people will, will say, get on my list, get, download my freebie. And they download the freebie and they get on the list. And then the next time the reader, the subscriber hears from that person, it's because they're trying to sell them something. And that just doesn't, nobody likes that. Nobody likes that at all. And I love that analogy of going on a date um, because that's another thing is it, you could possibly um, also save money by getting that person on your list earlier on versus immediately just going for the sale or immediately going for that phone call because of the fact that you don't have as big of an ask. And then because you've taken that time to warm them up, you can get more people earlier on and then take them to that process so that they get to know you. So, yeah, so that way you're just not – Hey, you're on my list. Now buy my stuff. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's when you get unsubscribes if they're paying yes. attention at all, right? If they're not already moving you right then. So how do you know? How do you know if Facebook ads are a good fit for your business? So you already said you're intentional. You have a process. Is there something else? Yeah. So the um, so the other thing is one is really about knowing where your ideal people hang out. Now, obviously, Facebook is ideal because it has over 2 billion monthly active users. So that's a lot of people. So there's a pretty good chance that your ideal client is on Facebook. But I always say there are other ways. Don't default to Facebook just because everyone's saying throw money into Facebook ads. Think about where your people are hanging out. Think about what they're interested in. This is where it really helps to know who your ideal client is. And this isn't just what they do. Um, This is getting down to the gritty stuff. What do they read? What do they watch? Where do they like to hang out? What other things are they interested in? And these are the things where when I work with my clients and we really get to a granular level with this type of information, it helps their ads perform better because you don't always have to go strictly for the obvious. If you're a coach that works with coaches, 
that yes, there are coaches and competitors that you can target, but let's say that a lot of your clients also just happen to be into wellness as well and yoga. They're not yoga coaches, but maybe that's the interest of them. When you can find those creative ways to target your ideal people, it just makes it better for you in the long run. So when you say find creative ways, mm-hmm. can you can you tease that out a little bit for me? Sure. So that's really where um, testing comes into play. So that's the other thing with Facebook ads is that you really just want to make sure that you have an adequate budget to test so that you can find that sweet spot with your targeting. So you can see, you know, where you're getting the most results for your money instead of just, you know, putting it up there and just letting it be and then thinking, well, that didn't work for me. Well, maybe if you had refined the messaging a bit, maybe if you had targeted a little different and that's where, you know, going into those different categories that are related to your ideal client that may not be the glaring obvious ones, um, but really just kind of come up from doing the work and the research and working with the strategist to find out more information about the people that you attract and that you want to work with. So you said something. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can hear this. Can you hear my dog? He agrees. He's like, that's right, Crystal. (laughs) Yes, in that. (laughs) You guys, I have a brand new puppy and he was out downstairs. Um, eating very quietly when we started. And I said, oh, I hope that dinner lasts a while, but I'll keep, I will keep um, muting myself when uh, Crystal is talking. So the question that I had for you is, and when we're talking about things, okay, maybe I'm ready. Yes, I have a process. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to look at the results and adjust as needed. Maybe I'm adjusting my messaging. Maybe I'm adjusting, um, the visuals, maybe I'm adjusting the call to action um, or, or my targeting, and, and I know that. But I'm also thinking, and maybe you can clear this up for me, mm-hmm. it's not like it used to be, too, where you could put $50 down. No. That's how it was at the beginning, right? You could, like, boost a post for $50 and get a couple of followers or more likes or not. Like, it's a commitment, right? That's why you need to have your system ahead. Yes, it is a commitment, and you really need to think of it as a long-term strategy, so that way you can build on the results. So as far as budget is concerned, um, usually when people ask me, I always advise to start with 10 to $20 a day, but even that, that is going to depend on so many different factors, such as what your goal is, the type of campaigns that you're running. So if you work with the strategist to get clarity on those things um, so that you at least know what to expect, and then also understand as you invest that money, you may not see an immediate return on investment, which is another thing that people don't realize. So you need to be in a place where you can invest that money and know that it may be two to three months down the line where you start to see that money come back. If it's sooner, that's great. But at least when you go into it, knowing that ahead of time, it really just sets the expectation so you don't have that false hope. And then the one thing I do love about Facebook ads is that the fact the data tells the story. So if you put money in for the first month, for example, it may mean, you know, things are not working and you're trying to figure out what the problem is. 
The data is there. The data will tell you if it's a problem with your, if you need to test your creative, your messaging, if it's a problem with where you're sending people, and maybe that's where things are falling through the cracks. So the data puts you in a position where it's like, okay, I want to improve my results. Let me look at this, tweak some things, and try it again, and then you can see the improvement from there. So that's why it really is best if you commit to it for the long term so you can really improve on your results and find those sweet spots and get the results that you're looking for. So I love that. So I'm, it gives me, when somebody says to me, the data tells you the story, I'm like, oh, good. It's like a security blanket for me. Yes. And then you mentioned, oh, you might need to adjust in the things that you said. So what kind of data then are you looking at when people put, you know, get started. And like you said, mm -hmm. it's going to be two to three months maybe before you actually see your return on investment. What does the data look like that you're, that you're combing through? So since I know a lot of what you focus on is building your email list, so I'll speak to you if we're running campaigns to build and get more leads on your email list. So things that you'll want to account for is the cost per lead. That's going to be one of your big metrics is how much are you paying for each one of those new subscribers that you're getting on your list. Um, then there's also going to be the click-through rate, how many people are going over to your landing page. And then from the number of people going over to your landing page, how many of those people are actually converting into subscribers? And what I usually advise is, so there, depending on the in industry, there's different benchmarks. But when you're doing that testing in the beginning for the first month, that's when you also get a feel for your business benchmarks and what your numbers are. So you'll have a baseline to know, you know, how to improve your results or notice when things start to dip. Um, because the reality is all businesses are not the same. Of course, there's commonalities across industries. But don't compare your business to someone else's when you don't know. Maybe they're paying $15 a lead, but they're selling to, you know, a $6,000, $10,000 mastermind where you may be paying, you know, $3 a lead, which might seem expensive. But if you compare it to someone else, that's not that bad. So you really just have to get clear on your numbers and then tie that into the data from Facebook as well. I had, to, <laughs> like, I had a really great question and then my dog kind of pushed me off there. No, I know what it was. The question is targeting mm -hmm. because I've done, I've used Facebook ads and targeted a few different ways. And I'd be curious to know how you work with your clients. I've worked with, you know, just targeting by interests and jobs. And I'm also now working with targeting with look-alike audiences yes. and um and two ways one was my email list i created a look-alike audience and the other way is now i'm i'm collecting data through my through my website pixel which i don't want anyone to feel like oh my god now we're getting techie it's really just some code and now i can and now facebook is doing it's kind of creepy but kind of helpful stuff <laughs> of figuring out, oh, look, all these people came to this site, they clicked here, they did this, and these people look like all those other people Yes. in their habits. Can you go into that targeting thing a little bit? 
Sure. So as you said, there's generally, um, you can target based on demographics. So that can be, you know, age, gender, um, things of that nature, profession, where they live, um, location. And you can also target based on interests. So if you have an interest, like we were saying before, yoga, coaching, personal development, things of that nature. And then there's also the lookalike audience, which is great because you can, if you get a good beginning audience, you're pretty much saying to Facebook, hey, find more people like these people um, that are already engaging with me in different ways and find more people like that to show my ads to. So it is worth it to, again, that is another way that you'll test. So to group different ways, um, I wouldn't put your lookalikes and your interest targeting in the same audience, but you can definitely test them against each other. And the great thing about the lookalike audiences is that those are based on, you can base it on people that are engaging with your Facebook page, your Instagram page, um, and also your website, and you can do it based on your current email list and also existing customers if you have their emails as well. So if you have really good referring to the email list and your website, website visitors, if you're getting good quality traffic and you know that you have good quality leads on your list, then it's definitely worth it to create a lookalike audience off of those so that Facebook knows to try to find people similar to those people. Um, but from there, it really is worth it to test. Test your lookalike audience. Test your interest audience and see which one is getting you the better results. And then, like I said, the data will tell you the story and point you in the direction of which one to focus on. But it's always worth it, especially for the interest, to keep testing new targets um, so that, you know, you may find ones that perform really well that you hadn't tried before. So do you set up like A-B testing or a few different types and then you look at it and see which one's performing better? Is that how you do it? Yes, based on the budget. So based on the budget, there's always a percentage that I keep just for testing. And then once I determine the ads that are performing well and the audiences that are performing well, then I will scale those and keep and run those and then continue testing more. Because the reality is, you know, ads do tend to fatigue. So something could be performing really well for a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden the numbers start to drop down. But if you're still testing, then you have something else to put in its place um, to keep the momentum going. So how often do you look at, you're, you're running an ad, there's a campaign going, and it's ongoing. How often do you actually go in and look at the results? So when I do it for my clients, I actually, well, for Legion um, and also launches and things of that nature, I look at it daily. I pull the numbers daily, and then for reporting, I do it weekly. And the reason I do that is to help me catch any bottlenecks. Mm -hmm. So that way, with the daily reporting, I can see better when things start to go south versus just doing it by the week and then having to figure out, okay, so what could have happened to make things start to um go go down at that point. Um, for if it's a brand awareness or really just um, more of the nurturing campaigns, those I check on usually about a week and then do a reporting on a monthly basis. That's awesome. Yes. 
So. You are in it. You are just in it all of the time. Is there anything else people should know about if, well, the two things, right? Like what should they know about if they're trying to do Facebook ads on their own? Mm-hmm. And what should they know about if they're looking for somebody to help them with their Facebook ads? So if you're going to do it on your own, the most important thing I can tell you is, again, just have um, realistic expectations. Know that, you know, you do need to test and give yourself time to figure out what works to see the results. If you're interested, if you do want to run them on your own, but you're interested in getting the advice from someone who's in it all the time, I do um, strategy consultations with people and would be happy to do so where you can kind of get that view. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for help. You don't have to. It's a lot to it. Um, so you don't have to figure it all out on your own, but you definitely just want to make sure that you're set up for success and you know the key things to focus on so you're not wasting your time just, you know, putting up ads is not working, putting up another ad and it's not working and thinking ads don't work when really it could be something that could be resolved. So you offer strategy as well as implementation? Yes. So I offer um, strategy and audits for people who either audits for people who have ran ads and they want someone to look into their account to see what could be done better. Mm-hmm. And then strategy for people who are looking to run ads but maybe need help you know, really seeing the picture of what they should be doing um, from a strategy standpoint. And then I offer implementation services, or if it's a case where someone is running it themselves, um, I offer, you know, coaching support where they do it themselves, but we'll check in periodically just to make sure everything is performing well. I'm putting your links in the chat. I know that you have um, you have your own call to action, which makes yes. me so happy. Um, I put the link in there. Go ahead and tell us what your what your free uh, quiz is all about. Yeah, so I have a quiz um, for you to figure out whether or not you're ready to scale with Facebook ads. Because I know we went over a lot of information today, but this really is great for you just to kind of go through and answer seven short questions based on your specific information. And it will give you an idea of where you can focus with your ads based on anything from different things, such as your um, budget, what it is that you're hoping to accomplish. Um, so definitely, if you're curious and just, you know, you want to get into ads or maybe you're into ads, but just wondering what more you can do with it, take the quiz and it'll help you um, find clarity on that. I love that. I'm so glad that, first of all, I'm so glad that we've met and that yes. we um, are having, you know, every week now, Crystal and I do a little bit of strategy session stuff, not necessarily with Facebook ads, but kind of business growth. And I just am really drawn to your, as you know, your digital mind, your systems, like I, it just, to me, systems and data feel like my favorite sweater. It's over there. That's why I'm yes. pointing it. Like it just feels good to know that, that there's order in the world. And that mm-hmm. we can get to that order. And I love that you started off by saying, before you even do this, know that you have a proven system of your a process is what you said. Yes. And so that you're not just throwing stuff at the wall, that you are, are very mindfully, very strategically putting your money 
to bring people in for a specific action. And most of us in Rise Above Noise, most of us are small business owners, solopreneurs. I don't think that brand strategy is necessarily where we need to put our money. Like we need to get our money, in my opinion, we need to make sure that we're being very, very careful with how we spend our money so that it has that return on investment that you said. Are they getting on our list? And if they're getting on our list, how do we continue to be generous with them and let them know that we understand their problem, we understand what their challenge is, and we can help them through that in a very non-selly way, right? A nurture sequence or um, videos or however it is that people get to know us um, because nobody's nobody goes to a website and presses necessarily buy now for any of these big like especially coaches right and creatives right. they need to know you we yes it's not like oh my god i have a leak can anybody can fix it it's not like that we need to know people <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me today this yes is- this was great so good you guys if you have any questions at all go ahead and Oh, hold on. It says page not found. I want to make sure that I get your right link. That is to the Facebook Ask Quiz. Mm -hmm. We will get the right link up there. Don't you worry. Check the show notes. I will have the right link there. I might have copied it incorrectly, so I am sure that we will get the right one up there. so go go to crystalcherrydigital.com or you'll see Crystal tagged everywhere. Go ahead and reach out to her and, you know, just have a discussion and see if you're ready. Maybe you're not ready yet, but now you'll know the things you need to do to be ready. Right. Right. Crystal, I'll see you soon. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you again, Susan. All right. Well, so there you have it. And I hope you enjoyed this week's Rise Above Noise Spotlight as much as I did. Our Rise Above Noise community is revolutionizing how service professionals show up in their marketing to make a real difference in our world. Marketing is what helps your business grow. And I think you can see how Crystal loves using her background in digital marketing and technical communications to take the confusion out of Facebook ads and to develop heart-centered strategies that lead to business growth. Crystal's helping purpose-driven businesses who are ready to scale get more traffic and more qualified leads with their targeted Facebook and Instagram ads. They're saving time and increasing their impact. You guys, now more than ever, our world needs you. We need your transformation. We need what you can offer. To be successful, we need you to be successful, to show up in service and make a real difference in our world. So thank you for joining today. I do look forward to seeing you in our Rise Above Noise community, and I'm really looking forward to sharing more Rise Above Noise spotlights with you.